on the nation's coolest cool 97 fm we say welcome to this morning's edition of live tuesdays here on cool 97 fm and thank you so much for joining us so this morning we're wrapping up a whole year of music programming and it's been another year of bringing you your favorite artists introducing new voices and hearing the stories behind the music so this morning we're introducing artist producer mystique who brings us new music and later this morning the veteran cockatee takes us on a walk through his catalog including fresh releases yes so here's a little about our guests re-emerging on the scene as a recording artist musician and producer mystique got his first touch of music as a child he has remained true to his early exposure releasing numerous singles the album commandment and featuring on the compilation album nevada he heads futa records and brings us new music today from an upcoming project Remember now, live Tuesdays. I said she loved me every day, every time. Every day she looked beautiful than the day before. Her beautiful smile got my attention. Now I know I just can't let go. For she knows. I know her for so long I will always keep loving her
Destination School of School 97 FM. So this morning, if you're just joining us, you are in time because we're about to speak with Mystique. And this is our final edition of Live Tuesday for 2021. So let's welcome to Live Tuesday. Mystique, how are you? Hi, hi, Diane. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm very fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I would like to send out, extend my thanks to Mikey and yourself to have me on your program. Oh. You're m- m- most welcome. You're my most brother. welcome. And uh, we also have to yeah. incorporate Yashika, uh, our yes, producer. That's right, uh, Yashika. But let us <laughs> extend it to your family as well. Yes. The best of the season and, and for the and also, also, I'd like to extend it to <laughs> Cool FM and your staff and Yashika and... Tracy Ann. <laughs> oh, okay. So Tracy Ann was part of this crew, eh? All right. You're most yeah. welcome. It's our pleasure to have you as our guest. So let's start with this early interest in music. And you had an early start. It's not just an interest, but an early start in music. Talk to us about it. Oh, well, the early start. I'm not going to go too far back because I know it's a, it's it's you know it's a long time. <laughs> but let's say most people like myself start at very early age. I started at say well five, and um, you had a guy who was in the neighborhood. He was like one of those what you call he work a lot of um, you know what you call like magic and stuff like that and he started to have programs like concerts and so he'd ask my parents if we could be on his concert so he put together a lot of programs and my sister and I we were part of that concert so at the age of five um, they put on a venue and a concert where a lot of people would come to hear us and you have other acts so, as well. So I used to do my recitation and sing as well. Mm-hmm. And then we do plays, similar to like pantomime plays. That's how it used to be. And um, what would happen if the audience like what you say and are doing, they have to bid money to keep you on the stage. Penny concert. Yeah, it's a concert. Yeah, yeah. And so you will be on the you will be on the stage for hours because some people might don't like what you're saying and bid to take you off another person bid a higher bid to keep you going. So <laughs> you'll be on the stage for an hour doing the same repetition of song over and over. And so when I get off the stage, I'm so tired I just jump in my mother lap and fast asleep. <laughs> Okay. So, so actually, that's where it starts from. All right. Okay. So uh, let's fast forward. I hope that is not yes. the case now. But when did you decide to actually take music seriously and as a profession? Well, I say I would. I would say at the age of home said when I leave primary school, I was home, mm-hmm. just listening to a lot of music, and then. Um, one of my favorite listeners was Ken Bood. I liked the melody. And so I got strike right there. And from there on, I started to write songs. And then I ended up into a, a, a group. Mm-hmm. Trevor started to practice. And what happened, I ended up going back to school, to high school, 
And so when I'm leaving after school, I would stop at the rehearsal place. And so the three of us used to do a lot of rehearsing. And then, you know, from there, we'd go to studio in Kingston because I'm from Spanish Town. Oh. So I used to go to Federal, um, Coxon, mm-hmm. you name it, and do audition. I remember one of the time I went to Federal and all Trevor was playing and singing, and <laughs> the musician, they were laughing, and they said, Youth, the rhythm changed, the music changed. We don't play Rocksteady no more. So Richard Corey's son was the person who was taking audition, and said, okay, listen, you guys have to go back home, listen to your radio, and hear the new sound that playing and practice and come. And so we we went back home, listened to the radio, and know that now it's reggae they play. So now we have to learn to play the reggae and the guitar. And then we went back there after we sharpened up a little. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently we do one or two songs with um, Federal, uh, which never went out big. And the lead singer, apparently, he got sick, and he was was just disappeared, did not see him again. Mm. Um, the second person that was the harmony, one of the harmony person, he went on to play into a band and play keyboard, and then I went solo. Ah, so now you have dabbled as an artist, musician, and producer. Mm-hmm. What are you working on now in terms of productions? Um, I have this year, around July this year, I had finished an EP, an EP comprised of six songs, and the name of that EP was um, I Noon. So that's when I take a cut from that EP, which is How Can We, and started to promote that song. Um, So far, it's doing fine. And then after, about two months after, which is about around September of this year, I released Beautiful Smile. Okay, so we're going to hear some more of that this morning on Cool 97, yes. Thank you, by the way, for sending over your music so that we can share it with uh, our listeners. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, so there you go. Mystique, oh, our first guest uh, yes, this morning. Mystique, one other thing. Do you, you do the music yourself? Do you? Well, I have a producer, um, Sidney Mills, Sydney. Um, that producer, he played in um, Steel Pulse bands. He was one of the bass players in Steel Pulse. Mm-hmm. So we have the studio that you do all the production. Great, great. Yeah, I love music. Music is rich. Yeah, thank you so much, my brother. And you really, really want to say again for 2022, all the best and, uh, you know, keep it positive. Keep safe. <laughs> You're welcome.
FM. And you are, in fact, inside of Live Tuesday on Cool 97 FM. 
and we're inviting you to stay with us. We're going up to 9 o'clock this morning in fine style. So we spoke with Mystique. He was our first guest, and uh, we're rolling around to our next guest. Not going to speak with him just yet. We get into the music of Coco Tea. Your station under the tropical sun, 97.9. Cool. Looking for mountain view From the moment I rest my eyes on you I wanna say I do, I do. Mm-hmm. Well roses are red And violets are blue And sugar is sweet but not sweet like you You're pretty like a flower in the morning Wet up with the morning dew mm-hmm. Well I'll climb in the mountain darling I'll swim the deep blue sea And I'll just to have you only for me Missing how do you do, how do you do Miss pretty pretty from Mountain View From the moment I bless my eyes on you I wanna say I do Now mama go to fix and daddy start school And granny gonna country gonna go work voodoo But no matter what they say, no matter what they do I will still love you Yes, every man must have a darling, darling. You darling to answer to your calling. calling. If you no mix up in the book I ring, then you happy of your sexy darling. Darling, darling. And when you get your pretty darling, you turn round, call her sugar dumpling. You keep her and cure her and give her everything. Cause this little loving from way down within. How do you do? How do you do? Looking for mountain view From the moment I bless my eyes on you I wanna say I do mm-hmm. Well roses are red and violets are blue And sugar is so sweet but not sweet like you You're pretty like a flower in the morning Wet up with the morning
And welcome to Cool 97 FM. How are you? I'm fine so far. Life, no? Greetings and salutations indeed. Welcome. <laughs> All the best of 2022, my brethren. I know you've heard this question repeatedly, but do mm-hmm. tell the cool listeners how you got your, your, your moniker, Coco Tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a love for the brethren, you know. When I was a, when I was a, a little, I used to love cockatoo. My mother used to cook boiled chocolate and, and cockatoo and everything. When I, my mother said she never wanted to cook the food, she just wanted to boil some tea with some bread. I'm saying, yes, mama, some hot cockatoo. Okay. And it's like I was outside 
in the uh, in the yard came with me in the neighbor's kids and they started to at one start to call me a couple of people and I was very upset about it. <laughs> so the name took to me, you know. Usually that's the name that grows in popularity, the name we hate. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and it, somehow it doesn't seem strange to hear you being referred to as Coco T on stage. It, it actually fits you well. I would want to have another name, his name in the time in a year. Talk to us. How did you get started in music? Uh, was yours uh, fortuitous or was it uh, uh, something that you just stumbled across? How did it happen for you? Well, actually, I would say that um, I was born with the gift of, of singing music. You know, because from early years to life, I was very, very young. I just want, I just loved to sing, and I would, I would sing like anybody. I could imitate anybody, anybody's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could show like the best of artists in the world, even though I can do it. Yeah, yeah and... You know, we're going to call on you to do that, right? <laughs> yeah, man, I can do that, man. I just feel proud. Remember, remember I did that song called um, We Are The World, when, when you know that song, We Are The World? Yes. I, re- I, I did that song over and uh-huh. And people couldn't believe it because I sound like the 45 artists or something like that. Yeah, right. Wow, what a challenge. <laughs> okay. So your musical journey started quite early. Walk us through the stages. Did you do school um, performances? Were you doing school barbecue and school events, then moved to church? Then How did it progress? Well, it started from, it started from we are saying, from from. Like the school from kindergarten right up to to primary school and mm-hmm. to the we used to go to Sunday school every morning, so I used to be there singing with all the people. And you know, at night time at church and whatever. That's where it starts, you know. Mm. Wow. But now the thing that distinguishes you, mm-hmm. you are. By and large, a cultural romantic type of artist. Tap, you also tap into current affairs. Now, I find that those songs are particularly enduring. In that, just like how the Scatterlights would title some of their songs of events and yes. of people who are famous or infamous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go with current affairs. So you might speak of Rikers Island. You speak of Barack Obama. You clearly spend a lot of time listening to the news. Hmm? Now, this part of your... Uh, do you do songwriting? Or is it you have yeah. a team that... No, I, 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 I write most of my songs that I sing. Okay. So now, uh, in, when, you're, when you sit down to pen, uh, how, of all the news that is out there, how you manage to zero in on, on partic- a particular subject matter that has to do with current affairs? Well, what I do is that I I, I I dissect, like sit down and listen and then think about which topic is going to be, um, like, most important to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and a topic that will grab you, grab you as you listen, as, you, as people listen to it, they will say yes, they can gravitate to something like that because it's, it's the talk of the day, you know? 
And well, do you look at historical significance that it is a story today, but you can see that down the line this is going to be something that they'll speak of years to come? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. All right. Tell us some more about your creative process, not necessarily about the use of current affairs, but other aspects of your creative process. What's that like? Well, like, like, I can't make an avenue, um, last my story, yeah. mm-hmm. it wasn't original 100% my story, but I had a friend called Ronald, mm-hmm. and he, he had, his girlfriend was, um, Sonia, actually. They, they were, like, having real problems all the while, and quarreling and fighting and fussing and things like that, so, you know, I said, he went away from him one at a time, and, it was like very depressed and down and things like that. So I took it and put it into the, into a song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was my story, but I find it so fascinating, and I said, well, you know, I can write something from this. So All right. I just something from that. So you know, we know we need to listen to Lost My Sonia with new ears. Yeah. <laughs> okay, which, in your estimation, is your biggest tune to date? Well. To me, my biggest song is one of when I record it, you know, because I just want to sing a song together and all of a Coco Tea, all right. Of those you have recorded, which is your yeah. biggest? There are so many of them, but to me, maybe a song called 18 and over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. I must admit that song is that song is so popular that it, it's it's unbelievable. As, because yeah. the older generation will sing that song and the younger generation will sing that song. Okay. I would say between um tuning regular mm-hmm. music in the land and, and, and that song, but I would give that song the edge because that song is so popular. But is that your favorite? No, that that's not none of those are not my favorite. Which is your favorite? My favorite song is a song called Israel King. Israel King? Yeah. Okay. Israel King is Israel's God. In one instance, say, I'm them mad. I think that, that's my favorite song. Oh. Did you write that one? Yes, I wrote that one. Too. Okay. All right. Mike, you going to drop some so, more tunes? So <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have to play 18. I know we have to play Last Night, Sonia, we have Israel Kick. We have to dig deep. And there's someone listening last night. Listen to me, Kokodi. I, I, so I was trying to go through my listening. And man, I'm sweet and I can't. When I look at the time, it is after 1 o'clock. And you're working at 5. Right? Because, because most, people, most people have cattle lagging about it. I don't have cattle lagging. I have lion lagging. Why do you do that? For real, for real. All right, tell you what. We're, if we start the music no we're going to be cheating it because we won't get a chance to play it out and I want them to play it out this morning yeah, so yeah. we're going to keep chit-chatting with you until it's time for my cool flight pack well, well let me ask you this yes you, I yeah. know you have traveled tremendously over the years um, on, you know in career but I, when you are encountered as I suppose for the first time uh, foreigners going into reggae music what does what, what, which, which, which one of those uh, countries or, or, or places uh, was, was surprising to you to, you know when you, when, you, when you went on stage to perform and they uh, embraced you well there's no doubt Japan you know. because of the language barrier and things like that and, and how far away it is 
it's a hundred percent and down Japan is the most was the most fascinating for me because when I went here the first time in 1991 for um, Japan reggae and saw the reaction of the people and to know that those people do not speak our language but they would sing every song line to line and word for word you know what I mean? It's amazing how Japanese people really relate to our um, Jamaican music, trust me. So without him though, Japan is the most fascinating to me all now. And in, as a matter of fact, that's where I, I perform to my to the most people. Over hundred and like hundred and about about hundred and ten thousand people. Wow. <laughs> okay. We're gonna pause right there and go to our cool flight pack. You know the running's on cool ninety seven, all right? Hang on. We go back to the music of Coco T. Yeah, so he was reeling off his, what the public pretty much uh, seems to feel are his biggest hits to date, and also distinguishing what is his favorite song from his, uh, his repertoire thus far, because he's still recording and has new releases. So, let's see. Mikey, we mm. get... Yoshi can I put some pressure on Mikey to, to find those three songs? <laughs> well, believe me, Coco is really the boss so fast, my brother. You know, I couldn't keep count. But anyway, we I did. might find so far. So I found I have Israel's King. I'm going to mm-hmm. play that when we start. Uh, we're going to play, of course, I have to play last my Sonia. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, uh, is oh, Eat You Don't Know. And there's a song I want to play, which he did a collab, actually, Shaggy, called Smile Like Never Before. Like Cookie had to tell us about that one, but we're gonna come back to you, alright? But here's Israel's game on Cool 97 FM. Lonely, lonely. Mm-hmm. For all the tribe of Israel, who we just let them know that Israel King is Israel's God in one The one found worthy to release the serpent. 
So there we have Coco T teaming up with Dennis Brown. Let's uh, delve into some of the collaborations you've done with uh, various uh, various artists. How did those come about? Is it that you uh, want to to actively you actively seek them out? You want to collaborate with them, or is it that your manage the management of other stables come to you asking you to be part of their productions? Yes, that's that's what happened. The, um, the producers for the um, certain songs mm-hmm. would want to have um like that that song was produced by my part, Michael Bennett. Yes. And um he wanted to have me and then going on that song because we did some other collaborations and we did um collaborations with like people like Gussie Clark and those people. So in those years people wanted to collaborate with Pocosy because young artists coming up and Having certain type of lyrics here, you know, people like you say, certain type of tune that lasts for weeks to the test of time. So 
wanted to have um, uh, um, effect on the music because if you listen to that song, you know that, that song is still, it's still relevant to us so to be sure that's happening right now, you know? Yes, and and listen to me, I want to play as well later on Warning with Deep Brown, Bunny Rugs, and I think Mooty Booker is on it as well. But give us tell us a little of relation with Dennis Brown. Because these people, you could give us another side of the person that, um, so we could better get, get a, 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 a more broader perspective of who Dennis Brown is. What does Dennis Brown like with you? What was the, tell us about him. Well, for all those who know Dennis Brown, I can tell you one thing. It's the most humble person. The humblest person you'll ever find anywhere in the world. Trust me, a man that is so big and have the world eating out of his hand in those days. And you could go to Dennis Brown anytime and he would, he would reach me to a young youth and give a good advice and everything. And so my relationship with him was very, very good because he liked me and he told me that boy, you know, say, yeah, I want for the future, you know. And anytime I have anything to do and you want to do it, you call me and let me know because, you know, I'm really enjoying it. You would because as a little youth, I was very manageable to them. And <laughs> they always keep distance and make sure everything's right with them and did nothing to offend them like that, you know, so we were very, very close, very, very, very close, that's it. Well, you see, because what I've asked, because you've also done, uh, for example, with Bob Man, when you did the Israel King of the Phone, I mean, it's awesome. Uh, you mm-hmm. had relations with Bob, too. did you, what kind of relationship did you, you and Bob have? Did, did you meet? I didn't, I, I, I met Bob Marley, you know. As I knew Bob Marley from me, he had his, his first record store at Beeston Street. The corner of King Street and Beeston Street. That's where I, that's when I know Bob Marley. I get to know Bob Marley then. The first time I meet him and met him in person was I was recording a song in his studio at Tuckdown. That's nineteen eighty. And that's where I get to meet to meet him and things like that. But trust me, like if I, I used growing up in Jamaica the first time, I haven't had any admiration for Bob Marley, then what would you be? You know what I mean? Because everybody knows the, the great icon, the man who has put reggae and put Jamaica on the map. Everybody would want to be a, to be a part of his thing. So when people come to me like the song that I did, like um, the song we did, I did with for, um, a, a record of Bob Marley song called Call, um, I don't want to wait in here. Yes. And when Bobby Digital asked me to voice that song, I was I was elated. And when I when I voiced that song, I heard Ziggy Marley on the radio and Rita Marley on the radio said, "Boy, it's the best rendition of Bob Marley they ever heard anybody doing it in in the world." You know, I did. I felt so good about it. Yes. Let me say, you have that quality of voice, which is really, you know, it's a sweet, sweet cocotte. Yes, it's one of the, this is the name, <laughs> one of the, the CDs, the sound of sweet cocotte, sweet sound of cocotte. And you really have that quality with you, my brother. Uh, we're glad we have you on this morning. Dan? Yeah, man, you Now, what has kept you excited about music all of these years? Because you could have gone on to another type of profession. What is it that has given you that stick to itiveness? Well, like I, t- I told you, um, 
I think no, I think no, no, no props or no recognition for the things that I have done in music. Because I told them, I think that I was born with the gift to, to do music. Mm-hmm. I've tried other things and things like that, but the love for it is not, it's simple not there. Because I went, I went to Caymanas Park to, to be a Jackie, you know, and when I, uh, when I'm on the horses, or I'm in the star, picking out the star, I'll, but whenever I'm around, I don't like, I do, I'm just, I was just always singing. So all the people used to tell me, boy, go cut your left, you can go on, go on, man, because it's not yours, you know. It's not yours, I'm not yours, you know. Because everything you do, you think, so that is your calling. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I think I, I, just, I was born with the gift just to sing tune, so. Even though that's why even now at this age and stage I'm still feeling like I'm I'm sixteen in the music still now. This was to be food I write to perform I feel like that, you know. Wow. And let's discuss your latest projects now. What have you got mm-hmm. in the pipelines for your for your fans? Well I've just released a, a new song called um Wayagan that was produced by uh but uh, that is produced by a man called Bobby Candor from at 97 in New York. I've known this man for years, but never did anything. I know he produced a lot of music for a lot of artists, but I never did. He never approached me. But um, sitting at home through this pandemic and seeing what is happening and all those things, I was like, not. Not interested. I was kind of laid back because I'm saying people are not really focusing on music right now. People are just focusing on trying to get this thing over and try to get their life better and things like that. But he sent me a ring. He called, he like he called me about 10 31 night and I'm saying, who is calling me? <laughs> I know you really, really, uh, answer my phone and tell me I know to <laughs> And if I don't know the number, I will not answer like that. But some, some vibes into me say, well, answer this, answer this, um, this call, and I answered the call. And it was about the kind of, the cup of tea, have this rhythm, and I would like you to go on it, and I recognize. You know, I've never done anything with you, but I would like you to go on this. So tell me, what will it take for you to do it for me? I watch you on it. I'm sorry. Send the rhythm, come out, and listen to it, and remember one thing. This is the one way. I don't, I don't sing because I want to get money. So no matter how you read him, you have the rhythm, and if I don't feel the rhythm, I'm not going to sing on the rhythm. Mm-hmm. But if I feel the rhythm, I will sing on the rhythm. And when I heard that rhythm, I couldn't resist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Feeling how we are feeling, knocking down and now out and we can't move. And when, when I look at all the situation that is happening in Jamaica, all Jamaican people love to party and then can't party no mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the boy at 6 o'clock here for the end of your house and all uh, these things are things that are right here. This song, I'm going to bring this song with some message, but I want it still to be a happy song. I'm going to make this song. I'm going to make it that people can dance and people can relate to everything I do in this song. So I'll sit here and start to listen to this song and then. I start to feel the vibe and all of them. So I call him, probably don't tell him, listen, I will advise you to sing it, yeah. 
You know? You don't have to send the money coming in or nothing. Mm-hmm. You just have a vibe to sing as a song that will free up my soul and free up people in the world. So just, just send the rhythm to you. Send the rhythm to you. Yeah, so it will be healing for you mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. all, the, all the people who will eventually get it. Yes, mm-hmm. well, Coco T, we'll have it lined up for that. We want you to introduce this song. Just let know you're the DJ, you're the man, the selector. You're, yes. Yes, so tell them, introduce this song. Yes. We'll have it ready for you. Yeah, brush it off now. How are you going to approach it? This is well, big thing. This song, you know, is a song that, like I said, it was built with the people in mind. Yeah. To, 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 to really uplift, especially my Jamaican people, who me know the boy is going through a lot. I was going through a lot at that time, and people were feeling very depressed and down and things like that. So I said, I have to do something for Jamaican people, just to let them know that, you know, cheer up, because there'll be better times ahead. So once we can get through this, we can move on. But Still feel good and start down something like that. Well, this song is called Where You Gone, produced by Matthew Biazate. Sit in and listen to this one, you know? Yesterday, world, where you gone? Gone, gone. Yesterday, world, where you gone? Gone. It breaks my heart to see what's going on. So sad how them take away with freedom. So nowadays all the people have to lock down. Before night come, everybody gone for roots. Just like some old fowl. Bring back free, we dance all we party. Me love to see all the girls whining, whining. And the man, they were jank, jiggy, jiggy, jiggy. Jank, jiggy, 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 jiggy. Me say the jank, jiggy, jiggy, jiggy. If this is the new normal, I don't want to be a part of it, no. Me love me dance all me roots and me culture, like officially from Bonsentimanian. And all the people, they my dance panicana, we want to have the same liberty again. Just like in the days of old, we rock the heart and the mind and the soul, and everything was under control. Let me see the sound and string up again.
for Christmas. What did you get? You got a stereo system. You changed out the system in your car or in your house, yes? And you want to try it out? Okay, well, here's a perfect song for you to do so. Yes, Mikey T, you have it lined up. Mm-hmm. Don't start yet. All right, so you... Oh, your computer. You bought a computer. You bought speakers. Nice. All right, so we're going to give you the ult- one of the ultimate tunes for you to just vibe out and test out the equipment. Make sure it's good. And if you happen to have a lighter, take it out because you're going to raise your hand and you're going to say, Lighter. She loves me now. Oh, she loves me now. She loves me now. Oh, she loves me now. And I sing glory, glory, hallelujah. Got to give thanks and praise unto the Father. A long time I man was the little daughter. She loves me now. Talk to the mother and the father, send love letters with the brothers and sisters. Then my talk, how oh, I can get the daughter. But she said, no one has to do love before, but she loves me now. Oh, she loves me now.
morning coco tea or first guest was miss deacon fast approaching the end of the show but we have to squeeze this in coco tea tell us how many years have you been in a music business and what awards have you been bestowed <laughs> i've been in the music business but um when it comes to awards and things like that i must say I've, I've not I'm received a lot of awards and I've never received any award in Jamaica from no one really like yeah. I've received a lot of awards all over the world, all both you know, all over the place. Mm-hmm. From from thing of the year, from citation, from New York, um, New York, Vernon Island kind of thing there. No, I'm number one artist in Canada. Arts of the Year in Florida and New York and all them things. I've received um gold and 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 platinum records and all them kind of things. So I've I've been I've had a lot a lot of those things. Huh? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was also uh, nominated for the Grammy with uh, with the same Shaggy album that we started and I watched Shaggy Shaggy Punch. But we never won it. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, you've had an illustrious career. Uh, undoubtedly, we enjoy to see you on stage. We enjoy playing your music. And, uh, yeah, you have this, this way of, like, there's this a little, it's a seamless transition from one song to the next to the next. And it's just hit after hit after hit after hit. And you just, as they say in Jamaica, rile up the audience. Yeah. We just want to say thank you to you for giving us many precious moments of thorough enjoyment whether it's the party scene whether we're just listening to the radio at home or in the office business places we hear your songs come on we know them we sing along it gives us a good vibe thank you ever so much for being the artist that you are and for making our days that much brighter thank you ever so much for being our guest this morning inside of live tuesdays and I, 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 wa- I want to thank you all too for making me do what I want to wanna do what I do because without you people relating to the music that I did or what I'm still doing in the manner that I'm doing, um, I don't think I would have the drive to keep doing it, but 
getting all this response from you people make me better and let me do my job more effectively. So thanks you all for being with and all the support you have given over the years. It was our pleasure, and on behalf of an admiring public, thank you. Now, you have yes, to promise sir. us that once things get back to normal, you're going to swing by Cool 97 FM, and you're going to be among those that grace our stage, which is really the outer room, uh, grace our stage and do a live performance right here at Cool 97. All right. I'm ready. Okay. All right. All right. Just bring it to the public sphere. We give thanks, We will have it. All right. We continue with the music of Coco Tea, taking us up to our cool flight pack.
Coco T as he teams up with Shabaranks on that one. 